we'd like to start today's episode with a moment of silence for all our Bears fans out there and for Cody Parkey. That's tough, boys. That's real tough. The double doinker. The double doinker. (laughs) If it didn't break your heart the first time, it broke your heart on the way down. All right, today's episode, um, I'm going to dive into college football. I've been gone away for a while. It's been a busy break, kind of been all over the place. Please introduce our guest. We're back. We'll, we'll get there. We have a we, we have a very special guest on the uh, on the podcast today, um, Spencer Bocastro. Sorry, St. Mary's finest. Yeah. How's it going, fellas and ladies? If there's any ladies out there listening to the pod, he will be here to talk about college football. Obviously, um, kind of an overview on bowl season so far. Got a big national championship game tomorrow, and a little bit heading into next season. Touch a little on. Uh, wild card weekend kind of some interesting games there and it wouldn't be right if we didn't start the podcast without saying suck it notre dame fans yes mm-hmm. we yeah. knew it was gonna happen Fraud. you knew it was gonna happen frauds the lady checking groceries down the street at the supermarket knew it was gonna happen we've been saying it since i oh, think boy. it had to have been when we first started the podcast so, so a month yeah. maybe longer at least thanksgiving yeah. i mean we're we've been saying it all all year i mean they're frauds i mean if this doesn't motivate notre dame to at least think about joining a conference i mean well it's gotta be here's here's the thing conversation is it's not if you're notre dame if the ncaa is gonna keep messing up and letting you get shots at it yeah then 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 go for it so this is i think the call here is on the ncaa stop letting notre dame in at the at this point if you're gonna let notre dame in Expand it, put UCF and put every team in there that goes undefeated no, without playing anyone. Notre Dame are one in the same yeah. to me. Yeah, like, that's what I'm. They just don't. That's play what I'm saying. Anyone. Think yeah. what hurts. They didn't play anyone. Milton didn't. Milton didn't play. Obviously. Yeah. But I, it did hurt him, but I think LSU still wins that game. Yeah. yeah. I did see. Uh, I did see a tweet today that was interesting to me. I think it was from like College Football Reddit or something that said uh, Notre Dame's athletic director was looking into adding a 13th game to their schedule if the NCAA would allow it. And I just thought, like, they they will literally do anything that they can to not join a yeah. conference yeah. for some reason. And if like, you think about that, a 13th game, what? That's I mean, not gonna who are they going to play? Exactly. I mean, all the good teams are playing in a conference yeah. championship. Or if they're not playing, they can't schedule it because they might be in a conference yeah, yeah. championship. Exactly. And exactly. Here's, here's the – this was my biggest thing right after this game happened – if Notre Dame had joined the ACC, we could have watched that game two weeks ago. Yeah. We wouldn't have had to put up with it. We could have watched Clemson give it to them in the ACC championship game, and we could have got <coughs> Georgia in this college football playoff. Honestly, they could have joined the Pac-12 for all I care. Like, they just did not deserve to no. be there at all. And even if you schedule a 13th game, it takes away – I think there's something to be said about playing conference games too. We've talked about it before on here. It's just they're more intense when you got to go on the road, like on a in a conference game. You know, it's you, you know that they're more intense. They but so no, they're gonna keep avoiding it until the NCAA calls them on it or punishes exactly. them for it. And so far they haven't. So I hope this is a wake up call to the NCAA that this is what you're gonna keep getting out of them. It's like the cheating girlfriend. You keep going back to her. You know she's going to break your heart in the end, you know. Everything looks all fine and dandy, you know. Things are going great, you know, but she hasn't proven herself. So until she proves herself, she's going to keep breaking your heart. The silver lining to that, I would say, is at least next year, the uh, their fake ID will be taken away from them. 
much earlier. They've got they got to go to Athens and play Georgia Georgia, in September. (laughs) So yeah, they'll be. I'll take him out of the question real quick. Hopefully, and then they'll be saying, "Oh, we only have one loss. Let us in." No, see what we did to Ball State. Jeez. So I don't think there's much more to be said about that game. Clemson did it, went in, did what they're expected to do. Um, the Oklahoma Alabama game, yeah, and I know yeah, yeah, Spencer yeah. knows a lot more about Oklahoma than I do. I just, as someone that's watching that game, I doesn't know like the details about either team. Like it didn't look like I obviously Oklahoma got off to a rough start and like looked a little intimidating and stuff, but you can just tell and. That's why I'll later. I'm, I personally think Alabama's going to roll tomorrow. It's just a grown man football team that it's <laughs> it's got to be. I'd imagine what Alabama fans like watching this team have to feel like what Husker fans felt like back in the '90s is what I'd imagine. Like, why wouldn't you be confident in this team? They they have a great coach. They have. <laughs> I mean, they do. They just have grown men on that. And a and a post so, in years past when they would you know, live with their defense and just beat teams by being able to run the football and outmanning them up front. Now they can, I mean, throw it all around the yard. They probably have the best receiver core in the entire country. And, I mean, that game just got way, way away from Oklahoma early. They were clearly just trying to do too much, it seemed like. And, I mean, by the time they settled in, it was, I mean, it was too late. If you told me that, Oklahoma outscored Alabama 34-17 from the beginning of the second quarter, like two minutes in on. I wouldn't have thought that they lost by whatever it was, 11, 12 points. Yeah, it just felt like Alabama just came out and blitzed them a little bit and you know, really punched them in the mouth and showed them why they're the best college, college football team this year. And, you know, like Spence said, Oklahoma did all they could to battle back, but I mean, when you get down 21 points before you settle in, it's... 28. It's 28, jeez, yeah. Louise. I mean, but there's something to be said about Oklahoma beating them 34 to 17 or whatever. The final three quarters, which should be a shout-out to Clemson, like, they are beatable. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oklahoma, <clears throat> I'm, I've said, like, the one thing I take away is they made them play four quarters. Oklahoma, like getting down twenty eight nothing would have been easy to roll over. Yeah, chalk it up. Like we're not coming back on this team, but they made them play. Was it who who laid a big hit on? Oh, C D Lamb. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just even stuff like that. Like oh, yeah, that was good to see. They they like played that. a full sixty minutes. Like, like they gave that. Alabama. If there's one thing, maybe I don't know if that has an effect going in tomorrow, but I mean Alabama had to play the full sixty where Clemson really honest, didn't. I really think Clemson could give them a good shot obviously i don't think they're gonna win but i think i think they'll be very close especially because i think clemson's defense will keep them in it the thing oklahoma didn't stop alabama one time the first four times they had the ball so oklahoma's defense sputtered and that's kind of like just talking to you guys before that's why i thought kyler murray should win the heisman because all year if he had a game like that where they sputtered then oklahoma would lose and i said if if they sputtered, then they would lose because their defense, you know, uh, I mean, they just can't consistently get off the field. Then, yeah. One thing that I was glad to see was uh, C.D. Lamb looked like kind of like a man amongst boys, and he had uh, P- 
Patrick Sertan on him the whole game, and he was like a top ten player in the country, like number one cornerback. And so I thought that was the CD Lamb back next year. Yeah, yeah, because he was only that five star too, didn't they? Yeah, the three five star receivers coming mm-hmm. in, so they'll be obviously they'll lose Marquise Brown. Yeah, yeah. Number one prospect going into the draft right now. But. It'll it's interesting just kind of scrolling through Twitter and seeing. Personally, I think it's kind of clickbaitish, but there's like a lot of people that are starting to think that Kyler Murray might legitimately come back for his senior <laughs> year, which I think is just, I think it's just stupid. I mean. I, I wouldn't. Think he'd be I would Stupid if he did that. I think like, that would be so dumb. I mean, obviously for personal reasons, I think it would be kind of cool. But I mean, if I was him, don't even think about it. Just honestly, even like how bad the quarterback class coming out this year is. Yes. Like, he would have a real shot at, in my eyes, being the number one quarterback drafted. So not only is he losing money for not playing baseball, he would be taking money out of his own pocket by staying another year in college football. So, I mean... Risking the injury. Yeah. yeah. In I his mean, situation, there's no reason that he should no, ever be no. playing a sport for free again. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I see it. I, I mean, mean, it just doesn't make any sense. But. All right. So, we can ro- roll into the game tomorrow night now. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit. For those of you in Vegas this, this coming right? Monday, it is at five and a half right now. Some places at four and a half. Four and a half? Okay. It's actually closer than I thought it would be. What, what do you want to roll off it with our picks? I mean, five? Five and a half? I mean, we'll say five. We'll go right in the middle. Yeah, five. Oh, so, should I look at the live one right now? Yeah, go look at, go look at live. It's, it's five and a half on there. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure we got it. The I, ESPN app had it at four and a half, which, I mean, probably fluctuates depending on who's betting right now. But. I think like our last podcast, we had about 6,000 people in Vegas tune in. So yeah. we're out here making people money. So <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start off and... I as I've made it clear before, I I like rolling with something that's been consistent for years, and I'll roll with Alabama here. Um, I'm not going to look much into it, besides the fact that they've been doing it for years. I feel the same way about literally every sport. I it doesn't matter. I wouldn't bet against the Warriors this year. I won't bet against the Patriots because they've just been doing it for years. Even though there's stuff that like couldn't go that way. Um, the only other thing I was thinking is last year, what, without a mobile quarterback, Clemson put up six on Bama. So I know when Clemson had mobile quarterbacks in the years past, they can give um, Alabama fits. So I, obviously Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be doing anything special with his legs. So that worries me about Clemson being able to put up points on Bama. But, I mean, I, I think Clemson's defense has a chance to keep it low scoring too. So I think – Alabama wins. I'm going to go 23-17 for a final. I think it stays decently low scoring. So I got 23-17. They cover. Campbell the just showed me the over-under for this game. It has 58 points. Really? I think yeah. the play here is the under. For sure. With yeah. those two elite defenses, wow. I think the big play here is the under. I don't think there is a chance in hell this game gets into 30 points each or anything like that. So... I just got an update on my phone. Deshaun Watson is not playing for Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, looking at 58 points it's with those good defenses, I would kind of disagree a little bit because, I mean, you got Tua and, and Lawrence going at it. I mean, it could, I think it could go either way. I think it could be a sh- 
close to a shootout, but I could also see a low-scoring game. I, I'm not going to bet the over-under. I'm, I'm going to actually take Clemson. Plus five and a half. Plus five and a half. Yeah. That's what I was, I mean, I don't know if I will have an official play on this, but my heart and gut tell me bet Bama, but I just have a bad feeling that Clemson maybe cuts it to like three or something late with a late touchdown. Mm -hmm. That's what I was saying to Brooke last, uh, I think it was last week when, when that line first came out, I said, I said five and a half points. That's just begging to get backdoored. I don't, I mean, I think. If anything, it's kind of like, obviously it won't get as ugly as fast, but I think Alabama kind of jumps out, and then I don't think Clemson goes away. I think they'll make it close, but even the way I look at it is Alabama has a much better offense than they've ever had under Saban, and even the one time that Clemson did beat Alabama uh, a couple years ago, it took, I mean, an unbelievable performance from Deshaun Watson and that's you know running throwing like Jake said to beat Nick Saban it takes it takes a quarterback that can that can run and can spread it around the yard and even though I think Lawrence is I mean he could sit out the next two years and still be the number one draft pick in a couple years I don't think uh I just don't think he'll have enough to get past Bama I'll take I mean, my money's going to stay in my pocket, but if I was going to bet, I'd I'd go Alabama. I'm not going to bet it, but if I had to, that mm-hmm. it would be Clemson. But And one thing we've learned from this bowl season, too, is the underdogs. The year of the underdog. The year of the underdog. <laughs> also also the like year of... 21-5 and from the day yeah. after Christmas on. Yeah, 21-5. Yeah. Also the... Uh, <laughs> also, well, yeah. Also the year of the... Uh, the good old backdoor cover. So, no. so you never know. Sure. You never know. <clears throat> well, what do up? you guys, what did you guys think about Justin Fields transferring? <clears throat> I think this dude really don't know how to pick a college to save his life. Yeah. Went to Georgia. I get he wanted to stay home, thought he could beat out Jake Fromm. Well, that was a bad choice. And now... I'm hearing murmurs of Dwayne Haskins maybe staying at Ohio State. Damn, he'd be stupid to do that too. <laughs> that would be, okay if he stay. Is there going to be a quarterback taken in the first round? I mean, oh, Justin Herbert. Herbert, yeah, Herbert decided to stay. Haskins, who would be a top ten pick, he wouldn't fall past wherever the Giants are picking, which I think is six. Yeah. So, more I mean, of a reason that Kyler Murray has to leave. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne Haskins is flirting with it, and if he stays, then. Kyler, you got to go. Like My thing is, I don't – I mean, I. it wouldn't be the craziest thing, but like Dwayne Haskins said before the Rose Bowl, I mean, he's been talking to Justin Fields, and he said Justin's kind of waiting to see what he does. So the fact that Justin Fields already pulled the trigger, I think that Haskins is gone because – but that doesn't make me necessarily disagree with what you said, Brooke, because – they have another five-star quarterback that's been in that system for two years and and knows it pretty well in Tate Martell, yeah. a kid from a huge school and uh, isn't he from Bishop Gorman? Yeah, Bishop Gorman. Yeah. Which no, no, no. Is, yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they won the national championship in like 2016 mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, that'll be an interesting battle to watch. I think you could probably officially put a. Put a transfer watch on Tate Martell if yeah, for sure. if Justin Fields gets his eligibility this year, which is 
Very he possible. Will. I he think will. he will. I think it was surprising. I was just, like you said, it was just surprising he went to Ohio State. I thought he That's... for sure, when you told me that there was a thought of him going to Oklahoma, I was like, oh, for sure. Well, Write it down. He's for sure going. But The interesting thing is, in like the couple uh, things I've read and the people that I've uh, texted with a little bit, they Lincoln Riley didn't even reach out to him. Oh, really? As soon as like, he went into like the portal or whatever and was pretty much up to um to transferring which that in and of itself was the only reason that i thought that there might be a grain of truth to the rumors that Kyler murray is actually thinking about staying because if my money my money on the whole justin fields thing is that ohio state's not going to be his landing spot because like you said they had the like, he could be on the move again before the year comes in my eyes. Fields? Because, I mean, like you said, they got Tate Martell there. I mean, I Haskins think, may or may not come back, but... I think he already enrolled. Yeah. He already did? Yeah. Like, wow. I I saw, like, an ESPN tweet that said, like, he was enrolling in classes. So that means he can't go anywhere else? No. So, that's, I think it's dang. I think it's pretty much a, Official. a, a done deal. And... Well, I mean, I don't think that Lincoln Riley thinks that Austin Kendall is going to be, you know, someone that gets him to a national championship. And I don't think that Riley would be like, yeah, we'll just take a a nine and three year next year. I mean, if I don't know, there's just I I don't get it. There's so many places where he could go and be the guy right away. Places that come to mind, Penn State, maybe Auburn. I, that's what I was saying. Because Why would he just go to SEC school? He, he so could he be could, Cam Newton 2.0, and yeah. Gus Melzahn already coached Cam Newton. So, like, yeah. that would be, like, a glove fit the, for, like... The only I thing... He could have beaten Georgia, yeah. maybe. Like, I mean, if he closer to home, which is, like, I know part of the reason yeah. why he wanted to go to Georgia. That's I don't know what the, I would do, but... I, mean, I don't I'm, know the exact language of the rule, but I know there's, uh, there's some stipulation with... Uh, transferring to a school that the school that you're transferring from plays in the next so many years and like transferring in conference like he would if he transferred in conference he would for sure have to take like the year of eligibility like that he would have to sit out even with like the hardship thing yeah it doesn't matter like where you transfer yeah I didn't know that yeah I thought it was interesting just Ohio State too, because I'm not like sold on that being a stable yeah, program sure. right now. I think there's still like uncertainty like swirling around there, just with everything <clears throat> the past year with Urban Meyer leaving now. Like I understand, like it's gone. They're gonna try to move forward from that, but I just I don't know. I I just got like a funky feeling with all that. I uh I did read that the reason that he went there was so he had the same quarterback coach. As far as, like, you know, these kids growing up or whatever, they have quarterback coaches before they actually go to school. And it was the same guy that coached Ryan Day – or not Ryan Day. Same guy that coached Dwayne Haskins. And he said – he had a quote out there, like, if I had a kid, then I would want him to play for Ryan Day. So it seemed there was probably some – Yeah. That'd be good wherever wherever he takes the field at if he's – but. Yeah. Dude can play. Yeah. 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 Well, one thing I want to talk about, kind of just the overview of the bowl season, um, 
three things, and two of them I just want to say real quick. The first one is I try not to read much in the bowl games because you have the whole factor of, like, do they really want to be there? Like, my prime example, Miami going up to New York to play Wisconsin. <laughs> Do you think a single Miami player wanted to be there? Probably not. <laughs> Two, um, players sitting out. And I know that's a whole thing in and of itself. Um, some, I, I see both sides of it and everything. So that's a big factor, too, reading not, like, not reading in some of these bowl games because I think who was it? LSU had, like, eight starters sitting out on their defense. But the third thing is I think – Anyone that wants to see an expansion of the college football playoff, this season just ruined that notion for you. <laughs> because number eight loses, number six wins by five over number nine. So Ohio State had a case there, but you know, obviously with a big loss to Purdue, Don't lose by it's third. not a shame. So they were the number six team. So they weren't even the next team in. But you have number five, Georgia, losing to Texas and was getting kind of embarrassed all game. Obviously, we to be honest, I love that. Yeah, because I, I loved it when Georgia was tweeting like, "Oh, like we should have been, should have yeah. been in and, yeah. top and four teams, like, best four teams." You have a game still to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got it, embarrassed. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I hate Texas. My but thing, I loved it. my thing with Georgia, is your best win can't be a loss. They were hanging their hat on losing close to Alabama. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to win the game. Mm-hmm. You, you had your chance. And Should have beat LSU. If they would have beat LSU, I it, bet they would have been in. Exactly. The two best teams that they played, they got oh, beat yeah. by. Yeah. Off that, we said LSU had eight starters out on defense, still beat UCF by eight, and it took a late UCF <laughs> touchdown to even bring it within eight. So and then the, uh, U, the UCF people out there yeah. saying we deserve our shot. There um, you have it. There's your – you got humble like, right there. Like Campbell said, Mackenzie Milton's out, and I think that makes that a different game. But, but they still with – Eight, yeah. I, and I think another one got ejected, in, or one or two people yeah. got ejected in the first half. So that's ten people out for LSU, and you lost by two touchdowns. Like they were playing a wide receiver at cornerback in exactly, the second half. Like, yeah. I mean, their thing is they put up points. So yeah. like the fact that they can't move or like put up points on LSU's second string, like it's kind of a joke. How yeah. many points did they put up that game? Thirty-two, but like Jake and seven said, of them were on. Defense. Yeah, defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seven were on defense, and then they had a late one because yeah. it was just Trash garbage time. time. Yeah. 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 So, and then the last team I was gonna throw in there, Michigan gets beat forty-one to fifteen. That was so very embarrassing. You have, they were a step yeah. down from Notre Dame for me, as far as just being like a a fraud of college football this year. In my opinion, they uh, you could say the exact same thing about them as. You know, we said about Georgia, Go their Ohio best State, wins yeah. were were just close losses. They hung their hat on losing close to Notre Dame when really, I mean, they didn't beat anybody all year, got throttled by Ohio State, got throttled by Florida. I, yeah. yeah, and I think this game really fell victim to what Jake was saying earlier, people sitting out because I know Michigan for sure had – four people on their defense sitting out, and two of which are probably going to be first-round draft picks in Rashawn Gary and Devin Bush, who are, like, pretty, like, two be- best players on that defense and big focal points. So, I mean, I just – I don't know what to make a bowl season sometimes because with cases like that, it's like you're not even seeing the team that played all year. Like, you're seeing, like, a preview of next year. And, yeah. I mean – 
obviously Michigan could have put up a better fight than what they showed, but I mean, two two key pieces missing on your defense really, I mean, hurts like that. Or hurts them bad. So there you have five, seven, eight, nine, all losing. So if you want expansion, some tell guy, those teams to I think go it was play. A guy from the the committee or somebody important. He said, like. He, they hadn't even thought about that yet, so yeah. I don't know where this is like I don't, coming I from. Think, too, like just I fans probably years away from that yeah. happening. The, if it yeah. ever happens. the ACC put in. I saw this. This is kind of interesting. The ACC put in a clause um, with they sign a new contract to have the ACC championship in Charlotte through the year twenty thirty, but they put in a clause that if the college football playoff expands, they will pull the ACC championship game. So I don't know if more colleges would have would follow that yeah. to like I mean, lower the games played. I don't know how that works then. Like, are you just gonna take out like the t- two divisions within each conference? So that's interesting. But like like you said, like Colin said, they're not gonna. It's not gonna be anytime soon. That's for sure. Speaking yeah. of the ACC, I did see a quote from Dabo Sweeney today. It said something like, uh, "It was on the topic of ex- expanding the playoff," and he said. As far as I'm concerned, the whole season's your playoff, you know. I mean, why add one more game? Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of agree with that, but it's also a little easier for him to say because his schedule usually sits at, you know, like the 30th oh, toughest sure. schedule of the season. So it's kind of – Clemson should go undefeated more years than not. They, uh, That's the other reason that I, I'm not so sold on Clemson being able to beat – Alabama just because the best team that they played this year I think is probably Texas A&M early in the year and yeah yeah it was I mean went down to pretty much a guy fumbling through the end zone I could see Colin licking his chops over here just to move on from NCAA so he can talk about (laughs) this Cowboys how about that Cowboys now I want to quickly jump in on uh, Urban Meyer okay Everyone's like glorifying him because oh. it's his last game, and it's like, yeah. I was just, it just really, it it really pissed me off to be honest. Because it's like, this dude, personally, I mean, first he's gonna, what is he gonna teach a class at Ohio State about character and yeah. uh, character and leadership? Character and leadership. Uh, I thought I thought the Onion tweeted that. <laughs> yeah. <And> no, it's <laughs> yeah, I know, but like when I first read it, I thought it was from right. the Onion. Like, and he's and he's getting glorified. It's like Urban Meyer's last game, like. I don't know, everybody's, like, crying and stuff. It's like, give me a break, dude. Like, uh, that's all I really have to say about that. I don't really want to get into much about it, Um, but I just think it's a joke, to be honest. Jumping off what Colin said is, uh, you know, Urban Meyer kind of has a history of getting out before stuff hits the fan. So if there are some allegations that come out about Ohio State, I would not at all be shocked because he did the same thing at Florida and – I don't know. It seems it seems really weird that, like, just he made the decision so quick to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, something smells funky to me. Very. The good thing that did come out of that were was definitely all the funny tweets about uh, people would quote it and say, "Oh, this just in. Mark Mancino is gonna teach a uh, <laughs> a healthy eating and fitness course at Kansas." Or I don't know why everyone has to do my man Mark Dirty like that. <laughs> Mark, Mark Van Gino should go down as the greatest football coach of all time. Oh, oh my God. No, no questions asked. Easy there, partner. My uh, hero. Can we talk about your Cowboys now? 
sure we can. All right, about the MK. They look good. They did. I'm still not sold yet. Just because, I mean, backdoor cover too. It's easy to. <laughs> it's easy to. I mean, being a home team, Dallas is good. Good on the. Good at home, but. I I just I don't know if there's any way they'll, they'll beat LA in. Who who did you want? Did you want to see? I wanted to LA? see the Rams. Okay. To be honest, but I figured there was gonna be no way they were gonna be New Orleans. In New Orleans for the second time. No, but, yeah. In but, my eyes, if there was a team that could beat LA, I think it is it's the Cowboys. Dallas. Yeah. I agree. Because it's like their styles <laughs> clash so much. So if it's low scoring and muck it up like Dallas plays, and I think they got a real shot. At and winning. you go from New Orleans, which has arguably. The best home field advantage, exactly. And instead, you go and play in L.A., where no I'm not even sure that people advantage. go to watch the game. They it's like take to all corporate. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's, let's let's take our kids out to the game today. Yeah. Who are they playing? Take a yeah, selfie like, and oh, go home. Coming. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But I'm gonna put you on the spot here. So Dak Prescott, what one do you think that they should give him all the money this year and sign him long term? And two. Everybody's out there hating on my man Baker Mayfield, you know Colin Cowherd with the with the drunk uh, running from the cops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that Dak Prescott's DUI never gets brought up? To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I uh, like Dak. I was just no, I know. on the spot. I don't. I don't know to be honest, but I people people like to hate on him, but in my mind, I think he's very clutch. I think he comes Dude, up in I clutch think moments. His biggest moment was week 17 when Zeke sat out. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, everybody thought they were going to lose, mail it in, take the loss to the Giants. And the dude with a lot of backups, what was it, throws for, like, almost 400 yards and yeah. four touchdowns. It was against the Giants, but at the same time, like you said, yeah, I mean, he, what, he throw three touchdowns to Jarwin? I, yeah. I honestly didn't, couldn't even see the game. Yeah, he had three to Jarwin town. alone, yeah. And but, then... That catch from Cole Beasley yeah. was, was I mean, that was a hell of a catch, but like that ball had to be throw. in that spot for Cole Beasley. And another Beasley thing to catch with it. Dak throwing the ball, his touchdown, he had to gallop. He put it in the perfect place. Exactly. The only spot you could put it, and he put it there. I'm, yeah. And towards the end of the game, he made it happen with his legs, too. And People I, hate on Dak, but I, I'd love to see I the think, extension. I think they lean on Zeke because they have Zeke. Like, yeah. Dak can, Why Dak can, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Dak can sling it like when he needs yeah. to. Like, I mean, he don't have. To, he doesn't have to throw fifty exactly. times. Exactly. So if you, the, why make a young quarterback yeah. do that if they don't have to? When you have a defense like that, for sure. I think it's you kind of you kind of lean on them and your run game. That's just complimentary football. I don't think it should necessarily be a knock on Dak. That being said, I don't think that Jerry Jones should go crazy writing a bunch of zeros oh, on for sure. on a check because is, they're gonna have to pay. Vander Esch, Zeke, yeah, I mean Jalen Smith. So yeah, I mean those contracts Mark are Cooper, all Mark yeah. Cooper. Those contracts are all going to be coming up, and that's, and, and that's why I think Dak will take a pay cut. That's what he needs. To yeah, do. yeah. Because but, but here's for his long term success, I think. Yeah. you have like they're structured right now to go. They could make a run this year. They could go win next year. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: if you're not going to pay Zach, who are you going to or Zeke? Not Zach. <laughs> if you're not going to not Zeke, Zach, Dak. Jesus. If you're not going to pay Dak. Who are you gonna pay? Joe Flacco. <laughs> no. Ooh, I like. Uh, tell me who else. Tell me who else is out there. Tell me who else is out there to go pay. We're no. not gonna draft anyone because I don't want to start no. over. No. You already have Dak. You know what he can do. He knows the offense. Whatever. And but in my mind, 
I love I love having a good defense. So yeah. I think you need to first and, of all pay the players you need to pay yeah. on defense and Zeke. And then if and you can keep hopefully that core, Dak can pay can take a pay cut. Dak, Zeke, and Amari. If you can and, keep them yeah. for uh, two or three more years yeah. and keep that defense, they have and another thing I, I want to say, to I think Jalen Smith is better than Leighton Van Der Esch too. That, well, yeah, he was spying Russell Wilson, and he that one play when Russell tried to roll out, and like it was one of the first drives I think. Yeah. And Jalen Smith looked like he he looked uh, he looked dominant to be honest. And I I loved I loved the call on um, on Marinelli's part to spy Russell Wilson with Jalen Smith because his lateral quickness is yeah. just ridiculous. I think the only linebacker group in the entire NFL that could hold a candle to the Cowboys would be the Bears. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, those two linebacker units are just yeah. just to the point of being unfair. And, and one last thing I want to throw in about Dak is, in my eyes, like, if we're talking about, like, systems, like, I think you could throw Dak into the L.A. Rams system and he would put up Jared Goff numbers. Yeah, that is, that is true. Like, I mean, he doesn't have to, like we said, because he has Zeke in that defense. Mm-hmm. But and that's what people like try to get after him. He's like, oh, they're like Dak's overrated and stuff. It's like he's yeah. not. He just does what he has to. Exactly. Like <laughs> I don't think anybody's saying that that yeah. Dak should win MVP. Yeah. I mean, he's, no. Like he did win Rookie of the Year some somehow Offensive yeah. Rookie of the Year, yeah. but it's I mean, it's, it's, it seems like a knock. But I mean, and I ain't making he's, him out to be a. A stud, like an all star or whatever, but he there are a lot. He's, he's Alex Smith with a cooler name. I mean, oh, that's the sure. one thing that I think that Colin Coward kind of got right, and people take that as a knock. I mean, Alex Smith is a good quarterback, as much as it pains me to say. I mean, the dude, he doesn't mess it up. He's not going to lose you. Games. He's, he's not going to lose you games. He plays he to his strengths. Might not win you, but he won't <laughs> he, go above the bar. And exactly, games. he's not going to put a team with nobody on his shoulders and take them to. 10 wins, but if you put tools around him, he's going to be successful. My In my eyes, Dak is better than, I mean, I don't like the Alex Smith comparison. I think he's better than that, but, I mean, there are a lot worse options you could have. Than but there's Dak. a lot better options. I think he's right around, I think he's right around. The he's in the 10 to 10 15. To fi- that's what yeah, I was going to okay. say, 10 to 15. All right, we'll keep it moving forward on the next game. Um, the last thing I want to say before we like we move on from that is is a great game by Russell Wilson again. He continues yeah. to do everything for that mm-hmm. organization. So, a great so, guy. He plays he, the game like he's supposed to. So, someone, hats off to him. I guess. Someone helps that statue. Yeah, he deserves yeah. a statue. Yeah, yeah. either pay honest. that man or put people around him. I don't know. Um, this one shouldn't take much to touch on Colts Texans. Um, I, the Texans kind of spiraled downward towards the end of the season anyway. So I. I didn't think this came as much of a surprise, and the Colts were trending up. But it's got to be disappointing as a Texans fan. You have a lot of a lot of talent there, and somehow just couldn't make it work to the end of the year. So that's I don't know at the start of the year. In, in you both phases, pretty they high failed. hopes. So. Yeah. I mean, the Colts marched down the field twice to start the game on that defense, and then. That offense couldn't put up any points. Yeah. So well, I mean, they made Deshaun throw the ball forty nine times. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm buying stock in any NFL team, it might be the Colts. The Colts, honestly, for sure. because I don't think a lot of people think or even realize that they're a legitimate team. Because in the past, well, one Andrew Luck was hurt, but that offensive line was terrible, and now it, I don't think Andrew Luck got sacked one time on mm-hmm. Saturday. And the two rookies that they have, 
I mean, I think that offensive line is going to be pretty good for some time. Exactly. I think the scariest thing is I can't tell you. I think Joseph Adai was the last time that Indy had a running game. And Marlon Mack had 24 carries for 148 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So if he can do that, I mean, they could make a Against run. Against a good year. defense. It wasn't yeah. like he was out there running on. Yeah. yeah. When you say Joseph Oklahoma's Adai, defense. that brings back memories, honestly. I'll say. Holy cow. I think. Every game that Booger ever calls again, I oh gotta put God. it on mute because there was he's at horrible. one point. I don't know that if you're watching the game. JJ Watt like deflected the pass, and he's like, "Really? When you think yes. about it, he shouldn't be deflecting passes. He gotta get to the quarterback." I'm like, "You're gonna <laughs> knock a guy for deflecting yeah. a pass?" That, like, I heard that. I, I had to like. <laughs> it wasn't. I had like, to like. It wasn't deflected for completion. Like he batted this yeah. thing back. Like yeah. it was. And Booger, I don't know. So I don't know how they let I think it was that. intercepted, I thought. Well, there was, was one that was one. Intercepted. Okay. And then the yeah. next one he batted. Yeah. And then like, they popped up on a graphic right at the bottom of the screen right after. It was like, most batted yeah. balls since. So I don't understand that. That but. dude's a joke. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That and, whole Monday Night Football crew is a joke. Oh, yeah. my God. It's my so. Even Jason Witten should it's just, Great tight end. It's get just, off the. It's just yeah. tough well, to listen to. I think they expected Witten to be Romo. And he's yeah, not. he's not at all. Because Romo love, and Jim Nance. That is a like good Romo. group. That's the that's the Gus Johnson Joel Clyde yeah, of the. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like Gus Johnson too. I wish yeah. he would do more NFL or any NFL games to be yeah. honest. But I remember the first time that I, uh, he kind of stood out to me was when Butler was making those Butler. runs in yeah. yeah. In the NCAA tournament with like Gordon Hayward, yeah, Butler, yeah, he just like screamed. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Chargers Ravens. It was and, a uh, game. Go yeah, ahead. I really this one. You know, really, I had no idea what to think of this, but after watching that, like the Chargers, what happened totally flipped the script from what happened the first time they played. The Chargers knew what was they were gonna do on defense, and they adjusted, and I mean they tore them up. And then they, like, on the flip side, that defense, um, they played, what was it, three safeties at linebacker and, like, totally stopped that running game. And so, like, I mean, this one I think was won by the Chargers coaching staff for that game planning and just totally flipping it around on them. Yes, Lamar came back late, but I think – for 45, 50 yeah, minutes, the, the Chargers, Chargers dominated oh, yeah, that game. It wasn't close. I can't no, believe yeah. Lamar had a chance there. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing that makes me mad is, so Baltimore gets down 23-3 to at one point. Yes. So you know, if you're a fan, like, you have to know, like, if you for a second thought Flacco was coming back in that game yeah. and leading you in a comeback, you're out of your mind. So yeah. I don't understand why they send – Lamar back out there, and they're booing. Yeah, Lamar was, coming back on the field. Yeah. Lamar throws an incompletion or gets sacked or something, and they start booing. You realize this guy's like your future. He wasn't yeah, supposed to play no. a game this year. He, he got yeah. drafted, what, 31st overall, 30th, something like that, yeah. for a reason. Well, he's the last pick of the first Yeah, game. Flacco That's was supposed funny. to be your guy all year. Lamar was going to learn for a year and then take over. So this guy came in when you were 4-5, and five, led you to a 6-1 and one record to finish the year, won you your division, so... You had no reason yes. to be booing there whatsoever. So, and it was it was clear. If you're the Ravens in that situation, why would you pull your young quarterback, who you know is your future, and like ruin his confidence? You're not going to win the Super no. Bowl this year, anyways. No. No. And so, I don't I mean, think. Yeah. And Flacco's not going to lead you back to win that game. So let Lamar ride that out. Show him you have confidence in yeah. him, and you move on to next year. And he almost did lead him yeah. to a comeback. And that's so. exactly that, what happened. Like he threw a. I mean, yeah. he threw a prayer up that yeah. Yeah. to Andrews. I think it was, yeah. but. I mean, he's still, like you said, this confidence. Yeah. I mean, now he's going in the season. He's like, oh, we lost, but. It's 21 you years could, old. Yeah. You can you could boo Lamar Jackson all you want, but anybody with, 
you know, half a brain. That that offensive line did him no favors that game. No, I mean, he was, yeah, he was under pressure almost all day. Yeah, the like, I mean, the Chargers with that, those three safeties as pretty much linebackers really took their running game out of it and, like, made Lamar have to make throws. And, like, he hasn't had to do that yet this year because, I mean, it was everybody's first time seeing Lamar. So, I mean, the Chargers' second time seeing him, they game plan for what they wanted to do and, I mean, executed it perfectly, honestly. I think think one thing you could take out of just at least the back half of the NFL year is – as an NFL fan in general, you would have to feel pretty good about where your league is. You've got a lot of really good young quarterbacks. Sure. I mean, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's four. That's four quarterbacks that are going to eight quarterbacks under the age of twenty five in the playoffs, and that's just four that I've like kind of proven already. Mm-hmm. And you got guy like Darnold's got potential. Yep. Allen's got potential. Like they're young. Baker, yeah, Baker too. I mean, I mean. Yeah, the Browns. The Browns are young, so I mean, yeah. they could easily they could easily win the North next year. To be honest, yeah. like, the fact that the Browns won seven games this year is yeah insane because they had they had probably four four other games that you know just a different bounce of the football could have gone their way. I mean, that team was just they were close. They it's possible that they could have won eleven games somehow. I mean, they shouldn't have, but... That division's pretty open next year. That's a good yeah. Especially with That'd Antonio be Brown. His, yeah, he'll be gone. drama there. And Jeez. that's just the, that's just the dumpster what? fire that the Steelers are. It's yeah. not surprising. Yeah. It's just, it's who they are. You you take that talent and you're going to take on, you know, the my, attitude my, that yeah. comes with it. I think Pittsburgh just has a lot of talkers. And, you know, whenever that's the case, like, that never <laughs> works out for anyone. Yeah, no. so, Tomlin just feeds into it, Yeah, too, exactly. Sure. I mean, Tomlin is not much of a leader. I mean, to, I mean, work out those issues, obviously, yeah. so... Big I mean, Ben's not a leader. No, a. Big Ben is, pro- is one of the biggest problems, problems because yeah. he'd, be, he'd be calling everybody out except himself. Like, yeah. that dude don't want to take responsibility for nothing. Like, yeah. obviously, he's still a great player, but... obviously he's still a great player but like you know whenever you're pointing fingers after losses or i mean bad things happen you know that's that's not the culture you want for a a football team for sure any any team if if amari cooper garnered a first round draft pick though what do you think antonio brown on the open market, it's uh, gonna get. I, I don't. I don't know because I don't. Why would you? Why would, yeah. want him if I mean, you if you have a structure wise, yes, right now? But yeah. Well, if you feel like you're on the outside looking in, maybe you go make a play. But if you're like a team like the Cowboys, the Saints, someone that has like a yeah. good locker room structure, yeah. Yeah. I'm not bringing that head case cancer no. into my locker room. No. no way. I'm not taking that risk for the talent. But mo- this, I mean, you can touch on that real quick. No, here. I mean, I was just gonna throw out. A question and see. I mean, what, if you guys had to guess, where do you think that he plays next year? Oh, I, man. At the end of the day, I think that Pittsburgh's San not Francisco. No, San Francisco. I mean, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna get what they want for him. So, I mean, if I was a betting man, I would probably put my there. money that he plays for the Steelers. Next I think year. he'll be a Steeler too. It's all. I mean, it's just the drama every year. Tom, I'm gonna go talk to him. They'll, they'll get they'll over give it. Give it a shot. And yeah. 
He'll like the psycho, psycho girlfriend but, thing. They'll, they'll, they'll kiss and make up. If he does get traded, I think San Francisco would be a nice landing Oh, for spot. sure. Because Garoppolo comes back, then they don't really coach. have like a stud right. wide receiver. Mm-mm. They got... Good uh, one. Good one. That's I mean, the tight oh tight end George Kittle. 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 You know, Kittle, like yeah. that would that would add to their depth. And you'll have McKinnon back next yeah, year. Yeah, so he should be dangerous. I think hopefully. I think he would be a stud in San Francisco. Tough division, yeah. but yeah. All right, the last game of Wild Card Weekend was the Eagles Bears. Um, tough loss for the Bears because yeah. it felt like a team that once again was kind of similar to the Cowboys. Like their offense wasn't going to blow you away. Mm-hmm. But I thought they had enough to go out there and win a game or two, maybe make the the Super Bowl. They were my kind of my bold prediction for a Super Bowl team. So it's disappointing. I don't know if it's more disappointing for the Bears or just how do, how does Nick Foles just it's just the magic of Nick Dude. Foles. There was no if you'd have told me six weeks ago that the Eagles would be playing in the divisional round, I would have said you're an idiot. There's yeah. no like, but Nick Foles comes in. Saves that season. I know these guys, I've mentioned it time and time again, so we won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but this offense and this team is better with Nick Foles at the quarterback than Carson Wentz. Yeah. And that's not and a slight yeah. That's not a slight to Carson Wentz at all, but just the system that Doug Peterson has, yep. I think it just fits Nick Foles' skill set more than it fits Carson Wentz's. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wentz could go, he could go somewhere else and get paid big bucks. I mean... But as an Eagles fan, I mean, none of us are Eagles fans, but as an Eagles fan, would you rather have Foles or, or Wentz? I'd rather have Wentz still because I don't think Foles has, like, a whole lot of time yeah. left. Yeah, and, and the sample size is pretty small. It kind of goes back to the, you know, I mean, they don't have a whole lot of tape. So I mean, they could pull from young. last year. Wentz is still young. They could too. pull from last year, but it's hard for teams to defend people that they haven't seen a lot Kind of like how Lamar Jackson, you know, lit it up and then, you know, a couple games. And and you saw how Foles struggled to start the year, too, yeah. and like in the preseason and all that. So there was there was reason for doubt as well. So yeah. he's having a great run right now, but I'd still want Wentz is young. I'd want the franchise in his hands. For the long term, definitely. Well. Yeah. But, Wentz I mean, well. right now, if – What if, if they go and beat the Saints? If, if, Wentz, was, like, if Wentz was healthy right now – you're still not even thinking about playing him. Yeah, for sure. For I, me, I think you just got to go with Foles. He's here's hot. my question. If Nick Foles could play at the level he is right now for five more Consistently, years. Consistently, yeah. I'd take do you, Foles. Do you stick with Foles? Yes. I would stick go with Foles. Wentz. Yeah. Go yeah. With Foles. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in my eyes, I think the Eagles should go with Foles just because of... <laughs> it sounds I mean, weird saying that. Yeah, but, but like, he's just a magician with this team. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it, but... but I think the risk is just too high. I, what if he sputters out next year? I mean, yeah, the dude yeah. thought about retiring already. Then you let you let yeah, a person yeah. that you've invested a whole lot of time and what, second, a draft second pick overall, I think. into, you just let him walk, yeah. and then what, yeah. you're back to the drawing board. I think it's clear that they'll re-sign him, but yeah. and I the, think it's worth a conversation. And the Bears will be back next year. That's a good team with Nagy having a chance to work with yeah. Trubisky more. They'll be back. I bet the Saints. I bet the Saints are really glad that Chicago's not coming to New Orleans next week. Yeah, I agree because I think I think they'll handle the Eagles' defense. Young corners, kind of inexperienced, but with the Bears' front seven, I think they they could have slowed that game down, mucked it up, and 
taking the crowd out of it a little bit more. But. And it's it's just a fact too that like the Bears had that game won. Yeah. If Parky just you got to feel for they're, them. They're, they're a kicker through. away yeah. from advancing. Yeah. I mean. yeah, that's he tough. missed. Yeah, he missed four in one game against Detroit. He was tied for the second misses in the league this year. Like I think when that you can't have faith in your kicker. That's going to hurt you. That's just at the end of the day, it's just karma. I think for the for the Bears though they they wanted to get a kicker on the cheap. They didn't want to pay Robbie Gold, who's yeah. one of the best kickers ever, and. They said, all right, you go kick somewhere else. It's not easy to kick in Chicago, especially when it's cold. Oh, sure. And I don't think Robbie Golden, I think he missed one field goal all year. So if you would have just paid him, then you're probably going to New Orleans right now. But, well, that's, yeah. speaking of that, our matchups next week will be what? Indy has to go to Kansas City, and then the Chargers got to go <clears throat> to New England. And then we got... Philly going to New Orleans and Dallas going to LA. I have a question for Brooke. So, as a Chiefs fan, like, how do you feel about Indianapolis coming to KC? I I think this anything is anything but like something to look forward to. Yeah. Because I mean, like Jake said, this team's hot. (laughs) Andrew Luck is tough, but the the key for the Chiefs to win is they have to get after Andrew Luck and pressure him. If they can do that, they'll have a good shot to win. But if not, I could see it being a long day for the Chiefs. Like that offensive line is no joke at all. Mm-hmm. That's and obviously the offensive line. If you have a good offensive line, it'll take you far. But yeah, like you said, they need to. They need to you pressure know. him because what did he even get hit? Did Luck even get hit? Uh, I guess hardly. Texas? No, yeah. that's a pretty good defensive yeah. line there. So at the end of the day, I think that. The Colts would have a good chance against the Chiefs if they weren't playing in Kansas City. That's gonna be it's gonna be tough. That's a tough place to play, and it's, I mean, it's it's gonna be cold and. I have a question that just popped in my head. So the Rams and the Chargers play at the same place, right? At the Coliseum, or is it no, different? Is no. it too different? The so Chargers different. play in like a soccer stadium, is and then the Rams soccer? play in UFC stadium, like the Coliseum. Coliseum. Is that where? Are they building a new? So it's next year. The next year, like the or the year after that, they're building a new one. Yeah, they'll share. What happens if they both are hosting? Do you so like because obviously they play there one day. Can you turn around and play like a game there the next day? I know like if it's with turf, the whole like they, condition thing. If it's turf, I think for sure it'd be fine. But grass would be kind of tough. Yeah, I don't think they could if it's grass. So you obviously have to do turf there. I don't know if yeah. you like. I never thought about something like that. But and that could be very. I mean, that could happen next year because yeah. I mean these. Teams are probably going to be back in the playoffs next yeah. year. I don't see why they yeah. wouldn't. Patriots, Chargers will be interesting. I don't think the Chargers, like, obviously the Chargers defense played well today. It'll be interesting just to see what Patriots team shows up. That'll dictate the outcome of that game. It's not, I don't think it's so much of, you. I think you know what you're going to get out of the Chargers. It's what what Patriots team shows up. And then we kind of talked about the other side. I mean, I think Dallas is going to give, I think they'll give the Rams fits. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we can all preview. Depends on you heard it here first. Dallas beats the Rams. It depend. I think it depends. I what guess Gurley does. Yeah. If Gurley, I mean, if we stop the run, great. But you still got to stop him in the air too. I mean, if he gets a, if he gets a catch like at the line of scrimmage, and he, I mean, that's what's going to dictate the game is Gurley. I think every game next week is going to be within. I'll say within six points, except. 
I think New Orleans, the, Philly. I think New Orleans blows out yeah, I Philadelphia. Too. I think that too, but I think the Patriots blow blows out the Chargers. In my I, so. was, I was going to oh, say not so fast. I think so. I which, don't know, which is crazy because I know Kansas City is a five and a half point favorite already, and I'm pretty sure I saw New England a six and a half point favorite. Really? So I I think they were all right around six <laughs> points. So. I, I don't know. Watching that Chargers team, I think that they're. They're they're a team that's hot too. I wouldn't yeah. want to play them. They just I wouldn't want to. I, the thing that makes me confident as a Patriots yeah. fan is four times in a row Philip Rivers couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Like I know it's a good defense, yeah. but when you settle for field goals and they took over in their territory like multiple times too when you did that. So and the Patriots have consistently been a good situational defense yeah. as well. Like yeah, that's a bad. They'll, they'll do. I think yeah. for you can move the ball down the Patriots and they'll find a way to hold them the field goes so i'm confident there but i think it'll be close i don't think it's if, I, if the chargers pull out some funky game plan like they did this week for the patriots i uh, i i don't know anything could happen but if if tradere like if what traditionally happens mm-hmm. and you know the Patriots have their way, then there's no way that Philip Rivers is gonna have a chance to win this one. I mean, if they keep hitting Brady, I don't, like that's the thing yeah. is they have to protect Brady as their yeah. thing. They can't. You got Bosa Brady, and Melvin Ingram. Brady can't get edges. hit the way that yeah. Lamar and got Ingram hit today. Pretty pretty dominant yeah. too. So unless there's a snowstorm rolling through Foxborough this weekend, I think that game would you'd have to look at the over and think that. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. There very well could be. Because, I mean, the fact that the Chargers went to Kansas City and beat them a couple weeks ago, I think they have to have some confidence, especially coming off of a a good win. Even though was, the score was close, I mean, they dominated that game. So, I think I think that could be. I'm not. I wouldn't bet my house on it, but I think that could be. A potential upset. All right, let's go around the room. Yeah, I was everybody give their four picks. picks. Four I winners. was going to say that too. Four, just, four. just four winners. Four winners. I was going to say even... pick every game. All yeah. like spread too. Yeah. Well, what, I say, I, we I just say do just spread. Just spread. Uh, or I don't care. What do, we we don't got much time. We got That's six let's minutes. Go, let's it, go. Give, give just give a quick winner real quick. Okay. Can't we don't have much time to talk about it? But I'll say Chiefs Patriots, and then I got. I'll go. I'm just chalking Saints Rams. All right. Give me – all right, I'm, I'm going to go so wild here. Give me Chiefs Chargers. Give me Cowboys Saints. Okay. That, as much no, as no, I, no, no, no. Give me Cowboys Eagles. <laughs> Give me Cowboys Eagles. <laughs> You're wild. Uh, I was about to say – Both sides are within the division. I'm glad that you changed that because I'm going to take – even though I really like the Colts and it would not surprise me, I'll go with Patty Mahomes. I'll say Chiefs. And I like the Chargers as as much as I'm. I mean, I wouldn't want to bet against Tom Brady in in January, but still I'm here. gonna do it. And then <laughs> still here, baby, still here. Saints, Saints, big. Even though Nick Foles has them playing good, and uh, which game did I forget? Rams. Cowboys. Rams. Oh, uh, that's tough. But I'll say it, Rams. I'll just chalk that one. But it wouldn't surprise me. Let's hear it, pal. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. Saints, and then I'm going to I'm gonna pick the Rams. I never like to pick the Cowboys. Um, but I'm going to go Saints, Rams, and I'm going to go Colts, and then Patriots. I really think the Colts, I, beat, I think they beat the Chiefs. 
don't know. I could see it. I, I could see a lot. Very good. And I'm telling you, as a Patriots fan too, I'd be worried playing the Colts. You I was gonna like, say. So. I was gonna ask you like. I mean, if you want to know what team time. I'd rather see, yeah. I'd rather see the Colts because I get to see them at home. I don't want to go to Arrowhead, yeah. but both teams are not not easy to face. But I don't know, a lot to be excited about for uh, next weekend. I was, I was thinking this is going to be a great weekend of football. Oh yeah, this is going to be this is going to be pretty solid. Because oh, yeah. I think depending on how the Eagles Saints game comes out, because every other game I think it's going to be really close. Yep. AFC West, NFC East. I think so. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Well, there you have it. We'll see. We'll see you on next Monday. But we got more coming for podcasts. Um, like I said, sorry for the break. Thanks for everyone that came back to listen for this one. Thanks, Spence, for joining Anytime. us on this one. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Honored to have you. But, yeah, going forward, just we'll be doing football through the rest of the Super Bowl, try to get a couple more podcasts out while we can. Um, and then a lot of college basketball to be excited about this year. So, um, we'll keep moving forward with that. And then um, one thing we're going to try to do going forward is maybe around like NCAA tourney time, different like sporting events that we have the chance to make it to. Yes. Uh, we've talked about doing like a little vlog thing where we start there, you know, three games, three to two, three days before um, kind of going on the city, talking to people, see what they see and then, or see what they say about the game, whatever. And then kind of just, not broadcasting, but kind of recording from the game and, and vlogging. So that's something we kind of want to do going forward. If you think that'd be a good idea, bad idea, let us know what you think. But kind of big plans coming forward with that. So thanks for listening. Take it from us. Later. <laughs>